Video games have come a long way in their unbelievably short lifetime. We've actively watched them evolve from the single pixel organisms to full-blown motion-captured uncanny valley shattering beauty. Both consoles and computers have more processing power now than they have ever had, and yet we see that video games, like any good art form, goes through fads. Bellbottoms came back, board games are on the rise, and it looks like we are now reliving what some would call the golden age of video games, the 80s and 90s. If there were pixels used to make that character, then we want to see them. We wondered why the industry hopped in its DeLorean and went all back to the future on us. So we're talking graphics this week on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubby Stalkup, cheap immunity community nerd. Immunity nerd? That's not a word. What's immunity nerd? I gotcha. Uh, it's an immunity it's idol. Oh, chief? Yeah, cheap, because I have cheap here, like cheap, like a bird cheeps. Cheap yeah. immunity, immunity nerd. Anyway, that's me. I'm Bubba Stalkup. We had a train wreck last week. Let's just do it again. This is actually our second try at this intro, if that gives you any scale to judge on. It's fine. Uh, but you're listening to the Free Play Podcast, and we are one half of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. And join with me, as always, is our cheap something or another nerd. Cheap, bro. Yeah, that's him. What up? Hey, oh, you want to say hey? hey, hello. Hey, what up? <laughs> <laughs> and also with us, as always, our cheap social media nerd, and this is C-H-E-A-P. That's a different kind of I cheap. I was going to say, Every hey, time true, I say but- chief... These two are like, <laughs> are you saying cheap? Are you really saying cheap like intentionally? I'm like, no, it's just like, it's my Michigan accent, I guess. I don't know what's going on. Leave me alone. No, I you think don't live in Michigan. How about I just leave me alone? the difference between the F and the P. I'm doing a PH. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, anyway, the social media person that we have here with us today, as always, is Kate Katawake. It me. Hello. It me. See, and you're, you're dropping the H. Like, we're having a hard time with the English language yeah. today. It me. Who that is. Oh, oh, I got you. It It is me. Um, well, Kate is actually doing stuff now, which is super duper yeah. cool. Because we have, as of today, as of today, we have launched our social media. Yes, everyone. So look us up at Love Thy Nerd on Facebook, Stuff. Twitter, Instagram. Well, I was trying to decide if I should say everything. Because it's not really everything, right? Because it's not really everything, which we're is not, why I took the extra breath and then specified. We're not on the dark web. Did you say Twitter? Yeah. We're not. Yes. Were you not listening? No. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna bounce off Facebook, that. Twitter. So recently, Instagram. on recently, I was at work and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna put some reggae on because you know that's what I do when I'm at work." Yeah. <laughs> And I like get on like at Starbucks, like they give you a, a, a list of options. And one of them is Starbucks reggae. And I get on there and I go to Starbucks reggae, except it's not there. And what does this have to do with any it's about the, Twitter? Hey, hold so on, like, this oh, is, I'm going to get that. Sorry, okay. Okay. So, I'm sure he's just, getting just, hold on, probably. Hold on. Uh, so I freaked out because this is the same <laughs> reggae station I've listened to for. 10 plus years at Starbucks. And I'm thinking like, if this doesn't come back, I'm going to quit. So I tweeted, (laughs) I tweeted Starbucks and said, yo, what up? Why isn't my Starbucks reggae? It me. (laughs) Where my Starbucks (laughs) reggae at? And I think that they're, they're ghosting me because they haven't replied. Hey, you, you got to get Kate to do this, it. She's a verified. Uh, you are verified. I'm like. I thought this was going to have some point. It, it was, does. I'm angry. And you didn't get if, an if, if Howard Schultz listened to this, I just want him to know, like, I want it back. That's all. all right. The end. <laughs> Matt's getting real mad because he's going into hey. his hood voice. So. No, that's my normal so, voice. I, I have podcast voice and like normal voice. That's what happens when you take get your reggae taken away. Okay. Well, there's one reggae playlist still available. But it's not the one I liked. 
Is it the one that you cheated? Didn't you say that you like hacked it or something? And oh, I didn't even think about that. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I only hacked like you can play the same song over and over again if I if you want to. So you choose. Let's the most be ridiculous let's be honest. Song. Go ahead. That's reggae. Well, goodbye, everybody. That's been the podcast. <laughs> Good knowing you. Yeah. If you want to know how to get under Matt's skin, you go after his reggae. Oh, my gosh. I will destroy yeah. you. Say what you will about his kids. I love kids, it. You say whatever uh, you want. His, you leave anybody, me, friends. the Weeping Wailers, and Robert Marley out of this, okay? <laughs> Robert. Robert Nesty Marley, okay? That is some respect <laughs> right there. I saw, maybe it was you or Shane. I can't remember that. He's sharing everything that he's listening to the album cover. And I feel like it was one of Bob Marley's sons that yeah, he did Ziggy. an album. So good. Ziggy, yeah. And Ziggy. His, like Ziggy's son on the album, his son's like butt naked standing in, you know, with his butt toward Jenna yeah. Beach. Am uh-huh. I thinking of the right? You are, yeah. That is an example of something that is not okay to post in our new open community. <laughs> Love Ooh. thy nerd. How you like Tim? <laughs> Segways, baby. How you uh, like? That it? was a good one. I, I like wasn't expecting better, that. Me neither. I was, I had I was a, pleasantly surprised. I had a Michael Scott moment where I just started talking, and then it yeah. just came out. But we did. We we opened. Not only did we do our socials, but our socials opening up, and also our community opening up. We're both in conjunction. We did those on purpose. Yes. I'm actually timed them because mm-hmm. we knew that once the community opened up that blah, it was just going to happen pretty dang hard in there and hey you know what i have not been disappointed well i won't say that i'll just say i was right <laughs> oh wow watch out yeah um but you guys you guys did exactly what i thought you were going to do um and by you guys i mean those of you that are in our community i understand that there are tons of people that are not on our uh, a part of our facebook community love thy nerd and i would say get in there We want you to be a part of this conversation and not just this conversation, but all of the other things that we're talking about there in the community. And now that it is open to posting from community members, oh my gosh, it's going to get crazy. There's going to be conversations about probably every spectrum of the the nerd realm that you can think of. So go and join us. Just search Love Thy Nerd and we've got a page. You're going to want to follow that because that's where you're going to get all your actual updates. Um, and then all of the memes and questions and jokes and giveaways and community stuff that we're going to be doing, you're going to want to join our group, Love Thy Nerd. And then, Kate, like we said, we've got Instagram. Yep, we hot, do. We're hot on the Instagram, and we're also yeah. part of the Twitterverse. So it's at Love Thy Nerd everywhere, even on Facebook. Just type in at Love Thy Nerd, and it'll take you right to us. Um, but we want you guys to get in and be a part of that. And we have a giveaway going on right now. We're going to go and do it for another week. I told you guys, we had a bunch of people listen to our podcast that aren't a part of our community. Right now, over 400, almost 450 people listened to last week's episode. And that is, I'm sorry, two weeks ago. Two weeks our, ago. Our music episode, uh, music yeah, and video yeah, games. That was a good one. That is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. So if you'll go and if you'll comment and like on this episode as well as our previous episode, uh, episode 15, streaming versus single player, you will actually be entered into a raffle to win a Switch Pro Controller. Now, am, hold on. I'm going to ask this. I was only on half the episode. Can I Can I get in on that? Can I like it? You already have a Switch Pro Controller. Well, why like, are you so greedy? I like That's two? why they took your reggae away. Uh... uh <laughs> don't worry be happy that's not as robert marley nothing. would say no he would good old robert he would never say that <laughs> you bite your tongue sir. how dare you how dare you well we have a lot of stuff uh guys like we talked about at, you heard at the top of the episode i really hope that you're enjoying those things we think that that's a really great addition to what we're doing here on the podcast stepping up our game a little bit um, but we're, we're talking this episode about just the differences that we see right now, kind of a dichotomy between graphics and gameplay and kind of where do those overlap? Are they completely separated or is there a parallel with graphics and gameplay in today's gaming industry? Well, we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit, but right now we want to talk about what we've been playing and Kate, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Okay. I will start us off. Um, I have bad news. I have reached maximum capacity of my fallout I shelter. Knew it was no. I knew Is it, it 200? 
200 and 200, now I'm not even all the way to the bottom. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? It's done. It's over. You got to kick all that time. Do they grow old done. and die? No. Oh, that's unfortunate. They're in the vault, man. So, they live forever. You better, you don't, you've played before, you know better. Come on. I was just yeah, disappointed true. because my goal was to build my shelter all the way to the bottom. And now I can't do that because yeah, I just move people around. Pointless. No, but I already have the maximum so you, amount of people. So are you saying you're done? Yeah, I'm done. No. Yes, there's nothing else to do. What hey, is my I new goal? That. If I can't uh, even, I'd have to build a hundred, like a whole bunch of buildings that I won't even put people in or use. Yeah, let there's it no go. Point. Thank you. On to the next. Fallout 4 has been great. I've gotten some really good work done, <clears> but I accidentally lost track of one of my companions and I panicked. Oh, How will I find him? How will no. I find him? Which one? So I bought this workshop DLC. I lost Hancock on accident yeah. because I just watched Hancock. You're thinking Good Will, for you. You're thinking Will Smith? No, <laughs> I'm thinking Will Smith. Superhero. Oh, that's right. The Eagle well, Man. Yeah. It wasn't Will Smith. It was the other guy in Fallout 4. There was some mix up where I was trying to send somebody to another settlement and something happened. I don't know. And all of a sudden I couldn't find him. So I bought the workshop DLC for $2. That Jeez. lets you build Brag lets much? you build like a computer, I guess, that you could keep track of your companions. It shows them on a map. So I was excited. I built it, and then he was like in a really obvious place that if he I was thought right behind seconds, you. Would, no, he wasn't behind. <laughs> that was that was the first place I checked. You know, <laughs> the first place I checked. That happened. That to me was one hilarious. Time. That had me one time with uh, Meat Boy. What's his name? Meat. Meathead, dog meat, dog meat, meat whatever. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always call them different meat items, uh, whatever. <laughs> One time I sent him away and I don't, I could not, no, I sent him to sanctuary and I could not find him there. I'm like, I told him to go here. Why isn't he here? He's a bad boy. Uh, where's he? <laughs> <laughs> you rub his so, nose in it. Yeah, I did. You're going to expose him to some radiation. Well, I had to go online and, and be radiation. like, where is he? Uh, and they're like, well, there's a couple of dog houses in your, in your settlement. He should be there. And I was like, oh, he yes. better be there or there's H E double hockey six to pay. <laughs> he was, and he, was he there? He was there. He was so happy there to see go. me. I told him, I told him to stay boy, stay. And I hung out with Piper longer, but you know, whatever. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I accidentally, I, I accidentally <laughs> lost dog mate at the very beginning. I told him to stay inside this cave. <laughs> <laughs> on accident and then i couldn't find him and i had i told him to stay so i had to go back and Gone get him forever. and i felt bad and you know what hmm. i took another companion with me for like 10 minutes and i finally sent him away because he was complaining about oh you didn't take me and i'm like what i didn't come here for a guilt trip so i sent him to the worst <laughs> i sent him to the worst of my settlements good oh you could just send him to his death the rest of his days He'll serve in the settlement. Send him to I've Preston. been doing a lot of a lot of settlement work. Yeah. Too, if you want to send him to a really bad one, really send him to that drive in that has like radiation in the middle. That'll teach him. Oh yeah. No, I sent him to the slog. Okay. Because the name sounds really yeah, bad, terrible. but it's actually a nice settlement. So <laughs> <laughs> not the slog. Of, oh, it's not bad. One of my friends, the friend from church who told me to stop being a baby about complaining about how hard Fallout is, that yep. friend, he told me that when any of his settlers wrong him. He takes their clothes away and makes them like harvest all the food and shames them. And I, then he sent me a video. There's a there's a name for people like that. I think it's Hitler. Slave driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's top. Basically. Right? And speaking of Fallout. I thought you were going to say speaking of Hitler. <laughs> oh, go, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Speaking of Fallout still, we realized at church that I joined the railroad. Another guy on the worship team is in the Minutemen, and a third guy is Brotherhood of Steel. That's the training. So, mm -hmm. well, no, now we're like, who's the best faction here? So I sent the I Brotherhood know. of Steel guy a threatening text saying, how do you feel about synths? And he said, I don't know, they're just robots. So I said, well, then you can't be in the railroad. And I threatened to shoot him. And he said- In real life or? Well, I hope not. It was kind of convoluted, but I meant- Do they have like, guns in California? Yeah, this Start guy especially has a lot of guns. But I meant if the game was real life, I would have to shoot you. But I think he took it as, I'm going to shoot you. But that's not what I meant. And he was like, well... I wonder how he got that impression. The Brotherhood of Steel will erase both of you guys' factions. He's not wrong. I'm like, 
he's not wrong, but I'm like, no, no, Will, you don't even know. Like, that's what I was that saying. That is your hot brother, take. His brother, Will. Brother, Will, basically. That, I'll have to tell him that. The, oh, yeah. I told him to listen to our What's our his name? Podcast. Give him the shout out. His name is Will Fortney. Hey, Will. That's, probably, that's oh. how you want to do the shout out. Yo, Will. He said, he said we took too long to get to the main topic. And I was like, welcome to the Free Play Podcast. Yeah. No, he gets us. That's what this is. Haters gonna hate. Hey, I think we all think that sometimes. Like we're talking, and we're like, ah, just probably should get to the next thing, right? Well, see, here's the funny thing, right? So my wife, she started listening again, which makes it sound really bad. Congratulations. Like she didn't listen before. She but got my, more so, so did my wife, so that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, Stephen's never that's listened. Fine, so. no. Yeah, typical Stephen. But he thinks our jokes are funny, and so mm. we'll give him we'll give him a, a pass. pass. So anyway, uh, my wife has been listening recently, and she says that that's her favorite part of the podcast because once it gets to like nerdy stuff, like we're talking about games and all sorts of stuff, that's where we lose her, completely lose her. Well, so, she probably wants a segment on like sewing and cats. She probably sewing yeah, not, cats. Well, hold on. There's a. I'm comma. allergic to cats, Anna. Yeah. Do, no, my wife doesn't sew cats. No, I'm at sewing and cats. Yes, two separate topics. Separate. And not I don't equal. like it. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Will, big shout out, bud. Um, what, what faction is he a part of? He's the brother Bro. of Steel. Bros for life. Bros for life. Bros before know, we'll Kate's. See. <laughs> 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 oh man! Now I have to decide whether or not to keep that in. You have to. Um, Please keep it in. It's so funny. I like it. Okay. It made me happy. <laughs> that's her. That's her thunder face she just made. The thunder. Yee. Yeah, that was the same thing. <laughs> oh man! From when I heard thunder. Um. Okay. Anyways. Um. Yeah. There's a faction war going on at church. Also, I downloaded today the Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. How do you like it? Demo. I love it. it sounds like <laughs> yeah. So, I knew you probably would. It's so precious. I don't know how else to describe it other than precious. You big Toad it fan. It's fun. It is cute. Toad is okay. Steven doesn't like Toad. Yeah, I can see Steven not being a big Toad Toad fan. I don't like mushrooms either. (laughs) Sherman. Just mainly because they're disgusting. I I just think it's a clever concept for a game. You like bread and butter pickles. (laughs) You don't like mushrooms? Get out of here. He doesn't like onions either. I don't. I'm so glad you ate his burger. Here's the. <laughs> Me too. Although I kind of missed the onions in it. I know. Oh, I had to eat the one with onions in yeah, it because you, you made no, my burger. You, you took it. No, you sat there and took all the onions out. So you didn't. Yeah, don't I act did. like you ate it with onion, onions. Though. You hint took them all out. Yeah, let the record show I did not eat the onions, but I had to eat the ones with onions on it. But which you was took not it out. what I ordered. But, but after you took the onions out, it was what you ordered. Oh my gosh. What I'm were we talking about? What was you doing? Yeah. Fallout? Yeah, no. Captain Toad. Toad. Oh, there we go. Captain Toad has nothing to do with onions. It's a good game. It looks like fun. And I think Mushrooms, I'm going to have to break I'm there now. Are you gonna get my the- game sabbatical. I said I wasn't going to buy any more games oh, you're gonna until buy October. I like it. Okay, that, really that's good. Buy no, that's, that's fine. I've actually, like, I thought it would be fun. I just didn't want it to be it's $60. Really fun. Fun. It's not $60. How much is it? Free? It's like forty. Oh, too much. No, money. I mean the demo is free. <laughs> like I would probably download no. the demo. No, here's what you'll get it in the mail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. If you every time you say that you want a game, it comes to you oh, in the mail magically. That is false. You uh, said I want Mario Tennis Aces. I've said I've won a lot mail. of games. That's true. Hey, well, let's test it. Let's just test it out. <laughs> no, I don't want. Say, I don't want. Say the magic though. words. I would rather have Octopath Traveler. There it is. Because that game looks That awesome. one looked intriguing with to me, too. Awesome. I played the demo of that. Did you no, play the demo? I did play the demo, and I thought that I, I would enjoy the full story more. But I thought it Ugh. was fun. I want to talk I more got... about that game in our main segment, so I don't want to get too far into that. Oh. Okay. I mean, Everyone, I think we... it, goes, it goes well into what we're going to talk about. So I'm going to go into what I've been playing, which isn't a whole <laughs> lot. Uh, you like that segue? It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I've played a very little bit of Mario Tennis Aces, uh, not as much as I wanted. It's been a very low, slow week, and part of it was because I was out of town uh, this past weekend camping in Michigan. We took the camper up to Lake Michigan. It was beautiful. It was so. It really awesome. was. And I am I am a little bit sunburned because I got the end of the sunscreen, so I didn't get the full amount. 
So my back's a little rosy. <laughs> my neck's a little rosy. My face You'll is be fine. I, I will be fine. It doesn't like burn her, but it... You're just rosy. Yeah. Put some aloe on it. I don't have any. Also, stop crying. I will. I will stop crying. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. Man up. <laughs> Thanks for man up. Thanks for the reminder. I like that. That's um, funny. <laughs> I did play a little bit of Sentinels of the Multiverse with Avon. He, he busted it out and... Really? Me in a plane. Yeah, it's been a while since I played, so I I played. And I haven't played since we played. Well, I lost. If that's any consolation, um, I like it. What <laughs> me losing or the game? Yeah, no, yeah, you losing. Sure. Um, yeah, I'd, I'm looking forward to the final expansion coming out, and I also kickstarted. Kickstarted is that the word? Kickstarted. Yes. Kickstarted. 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 Uh, Kickstarted. The other kind of variation of the game, it, they, I honestly can't remember. Sentinels of Earth Prime. There it is. Earth Prime. Well, I, I, I kickstarted like over a year ago and yeah. they, delay, they delayed it. So it's not coming out until April. We already so. made that joke. It's not Yukon Salon. Ha ha ha. Yeah. 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 I need to check in on that. <gasps> that showed up today as somebody I could follow on Twitter Dude. from our. LTN Twitter. Did you? You could. I, I didn't. You I could. I no. I don't know that. I'll pray about it. Yeah. I'll pray about it. I don't know that there will, will ever be any updates from it, but you could follow it. Yes. Uh, and finally, I started listening to Ready Player One uh, audiobook, and I I had never read it or listened to it or watched the movie. So it's is that on Audible. It is on Audible. Yes, that's where we listen to it. So make it happen. We're about uh, maybe just about halfway through. He just found the the first such and such. I won't spoil it. And he's working <laughs> towards the second one. He just met the girl. Uh, so I'm really enjoying it. I, I knew that I would ever since, you know, seeing the book years ago and borrowing it from a friend and never reading it. Uh, but I knew I would like it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love it. Yeah. So it. so far, so good. And I'm looking forward to listening to more of it eventually. I have I have six credits to use. I should do that. You absolutely should. Ready player one. Oh, blah, look. blah, blah. You type in ready and it just knows. There okay, it is. You go, nerd. There it is. I don't want to add to cart. Oh, a 20, $22 or one credit. Audible, <laughs> not a sponsor, but you should definitely do the thing. Audible is a sponsor of a lot of podcasts. They yeah, should consider not us. This one. Well, they should consider us. We were told that we had to get to 2.5K thousand. I read a lot, or I used to read a lot. I read 120 books in a year. That should qualify us. Were they like one-page books? Comic books? No, they were young adult novels. (laughs) So they weren't books. (laughs) They were books. They were lengthy pamphlets. They were like three or 400 pages each. Whatever. Twilight was your favorite. No, I didn't read Twilight. You did? Moving on. Move on. No, I want to know what your favorite was. Of Twilight? Yeah. I didn't read Twilight, I said. Well, I did, and I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Moving on. Books. Uh, speaking of books, <laughs> yeah. I also played Fallout 4. Look at you guys. Look who got inspired. I did. Look who got inspired. Legitimately, I was sitting at, I was sitting at home, and I was like, well, I, got, I mean, I could play something else. I could get on my Switch and play the same things that I've been playing for a while, which is not bad. I still haven't played um, Breath of the Wild with the Pro Controller. I was like, I could do that, or I could play Splatoon 2, level up a little bit. But I was like, you know what? I never finished Fallout 4. And so I got on <clears throat> to play. Where are you in the story? At the very saying? beginning, because I'm playing with a house full of maniac children. That happens, and, yeah. Uh, try, and my headsets were dead. My headset, not multiple headsets my headset was dead so i couldn't put my headset on to listen to all of the dialogue in the game to know what's going on so i just barely got out of vault 111 and made it to sanctuary and in in doing that what i really want to do here's the first thing i want to do i want to go down to the red rocket and i want to pick up dog meat and i want to go back to the vault and get the cryo gun and once i do that I think I'm going to be set to go back down to Sanctuary and start, you know, getting everything ready and really talk through things with Cogsworth and then get get on the path. But I don't want to do yeah. anything before I get that gun. So Didn't even know about that. And yeah. I was in there. 
Uh, pro tip, if you take dog meat back to Vault 11 to where that gun is, which is in the overseer's area, he'll like scratch it down and unlock it and all sorts of stuff and get you in there. Either that or you need to come back to it when you have like expert lock picking, which there, you can get at the very beginning of the game. And it's not a cheat. You just got to know what's to do. That was one of the things I remembered about when I was playing that game. So here's me paying it forward. It's a really good game. I like it. I really do. I This time through, I got hung up on creating a building. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to yeah, play Legos. Don't do it. Um, I'm just, I, I want to get through the story. I know all the spoilers and all that crap, but I haven't actually played the game through myself. So I want to do that. I was going back to our conversation last week, Kate. I want to, even though I know the game yeah. and have experienced it through other people, I want to experience the game for myself because I know that in a game that big, there's just going to be tons of stuff. Mm. Yeah. That's where they get you. Um, that's a callback to last week. As far as I know, it. I wasn't here. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But you listened to it. You heard well, it. I listened to most of it. You know. <laughs> oh, well, we weren't entertaining enough for you or what? Who's this? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. And so totally dumb. not staged at all. So don't that was even, so dumb. Don't think Seriously, that was dumb. Um, but I also, so Drew Dixon who is uh, our chief content nerd and also a uh, friend of ours and all sorts of stuff. Uh, he he wants to play uh, and is playing right now Dark Souls 3. He played through uh, Bloodborne on the PS4 and loved it and wanted to play, play, play all of the games in that, in that world. So we asked what the next one to play was, and everybody said Dark Souls 3. So... He did, and he was like, I want everybody to come play with me. So he added a bunch of us to a group, and I had mentioned that I wanted to play that game. I think it was the, it's the only Dark Souls I don't have because the others were free on Xbox through Games with Gold. And so I've got it. It's on the way uh, from the Amazon, and when it gets here, I am going to get absolutely wrecked. I think it gets here like two days before we leave. Uh -oh. So Don't you wish it was yeah. on the Switch? Yeah, me too. I do, and it will be very soon, soon um, but not that soonish. And when it comes out, then I'll probably get. Well, I did get the definitive edition. It was like twenty five bucks. I mean, it was not like super expensive. I have zero um, copies. I've never played any of those games. I played a little bit of Bloodborne on PlayStation, and I loved it. Uh, it game mm -hmm. is brutal. I would not be able to hang. I think you would. Like, what do you? What no. do you think would be your issue? Hard game. Hard game, bruh. But it's it, it's hard until you learn the pattern. Frustrating. Annoying. No, no, that's... Well, okay, so are you still playing Golf Story? No. Yeah, Bloodborne is just not your jam then. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about today, I think we all have our games that we are, are better equipped to play. Like. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's some games like they're disarmed for me. I, I can't make yeah, them, I can't you. make through them. It's yes, thank you. It's the way it is. Like I didn't have any trouble with Breath of the Wild. That's my like that's my go to. Like I was fine with it. I I had I didn't have to like look things up. I didn't have to like worry about like I just blew through it. Other people had trouble with it. Some people hey, like me. Right. Are you throwing shade right now? No, I'm just saying. I'm saying that some people are better I looked at up two games. things, Matthew. I looked yeah. up everything. Well, I don't even try. How was I supposed to know? You put the ice thing under the the gate and it Spoilers. raises it. Spoilers! How oh am I supposed gosh. to know that? That's too much. Yeah, there was no tutorial. No. Anyways. Well, and also, I mean, to cap it all off, I played a little bit of Mario Tennis. And I found that you can actually play tournaments versus the computer. Um, right. Like, this is not a easter egg or anything spoiler alert i wish i wish that you earned something from doing that yep but you beat the cups and it's like cool you did it you do did it, it again and nintendo already doesn't have any kind of achievement that's what i was gonna so, say nintendo needs achievements something you guys listening anything hello just like, Probably, yeah. give me achievements <laughs> nintendo yeah it's voice activated hello. uh nintendo achievement unlocked Okay, Switch. Got one. Give me achievements. Got one. Um, but I would, yeah, I, I would love for something. But I will tell you, that's playing that the Star Cup really kind of helps you get good at playing that game because 
they will freaking power shot you Bro, I all day long, all day. They're the first two that. cups are laughable. Um, just it, it's a breeze, a breeze, right. breeze, breeze. Just knock the other side of the court, you're good. Yeah, they're like, oh, tennis, how, how to tennis? <laughs> and I'm like, you, what's the matter, Mario? You're not watching Wimbledon? Come on, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so been playing a little bit of Mario Tennis, a lot of offline stuff because I pl- oh I played it when I was downloading the four gig update because I hadn't updated Fallout in forever. Right. Um, do you do you guys play with mods? I guess you don't. No. None mods at all. Do you have the option on PlayStation to play with mods? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I could. Remember. But I heard the options are nowhere near as good, hey, and it's just I'm like playing on Xbox. On Give me a break, okay? Oh, you are. Yeah. Well, the, so like the mods that I have, they're not like your pistol is now a nuke shooter gun. Uh, it's it's like texture packs, like update the you know high fidelity blood or real rain and stuff like that. Um, so I turn I turn a couple of those on while I'm playing. And I, you're making me want to look at them now. I, I don't know that like it that. changes anything. I have okay. nothing to compare it to, but I mean, I do it anyway. There are some. Since Matt, do you have the game of the year edition? Yeah, I you have all the DLC. I don't think so. There is there's a mod on there that's like an updated Galaxy News Radio. Oh and, man! And what it that does sounds nice. Is it actually adds, uh, or maybe it's it's not Galaxy News Radio. There is one Diamond for Galaxy City. News Radio. There's a, well, it's not Diamond City either. It's like a whole nother network that's on there that adds. Uh, stories that they talk about like news stories about what's going on oh that sounds awesome and it adds different tracks and stuff like that i want more music yeah it's it's pretty cool Hmm. so i mean those are the kind of mods that i use on fallout 4 i'm not changing you know everything into big head mode or whatever else (laughs) yeah thomas the train golden eye (laughs) am i right yeah Yeah, it's not dk mode um, <laughs> that I would play DK mode. I would play Golden Gun. I would play Paintball. Those all sound fine. Yeah, uh, fun to me. But guys, those are some of the games that we have been playing. And if you're playing other games that we're not playing, because we're kind of in a weird spot right now, it, we we didn't play a whole lot this week. Tell us what you've been playing. We want to know in the community on this episode's post on Facebook. Let us know what the heck that you're playing. And also, we want to know on social media, hit us up on, you know, or what do you say? It me? It, it me. Up. I mean, I the way right? you said it sounded like a dad joke and it's kind of cringy. Uh, okay. I don't know. Hit but us now up it's like on yeah, Twitter and Instagram. And let me and know Facebook. about this reggae jams. All right. Starbucks. Yeah. If you've got, any, if you got any fat reggae beats for, for old Matthias over here, uh, <laughs> let us know. All right, moving the show right along, we want to talk to you guys about graphics. Just in general, like what the heck, man? It's 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 the weirdest thing right now to be playing a game in 2018 and it be an 8-bit game. But I don't know that I mean weird in a bad way. It just it doesn't seem like that's where we should be. It it feels like we should be playing an ultra realistic game, like VR, that kind of stuff. I, I feel like that should be what's taking over. But really what we're seeing these days is an influx of like 18 and 16 bit retro styled games. Um, and so, I mean, Matt, when you brought this, this subject up, I was like, yeah, it's graphics. That makes 100% sense. Let's talk about that. What were some of the things that that drove you to, to want to talk about this on free play? Uh, I mean, thinking back when, let's just say you had an uh, a SNES, all right? You're playing your games and you love them. They're good. You're playing Mario like, oh, this is so great. And then the Nintendo 64 comes out or the, the PlayStation 1 comes out and you see these graphics, you're like, oh my gosh, these are like, these are real. This is real life here. Like these are that's three <laughs> oh and you get one of these systems and you like, I'm not looking back. Forget it. I'm burning my super Nintendo. Like that's it. I am done with it. And yeah. like, it's just constant moving forward. And then you go back and you play a PlayStation one game or even a, a 64 game. There's a few that I'll still play. And like, it's rough. It's hard. Yeah. Like you don't want to play them. So like a lot of them are hot trash. They really are. Yeah. They really are. So you, let's be honest. We're getting to the era of, you know, 4K TV and, you know, 
PS4 uh, Pros and the Xbox One X. And uh, like, these are realistic machines. But the more real we get, the more people are, are hearkened back to this age of 16, 8, 32, whatever bit it is. Yeah. And like they're selling well and they are fun. And so my, my son's been playing through Shovel Knight and Spectre Knight. And like, just, just think like, that's a fun game. Like thinking about like, he's not going for, you know, the most realistic. I mean, Battlefront, you play Battlefront or Battlefield or any, like any of these games that recently come out, like those look absolutely real. I feel like if I played Star Wars Battlefront 2 in VR, like with a headset in first person, I, I I would probably die. You become a literally die. Yeah. Yeah. I would poop my pants. I would definitely poop my pants. That would be awesome. So like my thought was what changed? Why are, why are we going back to playing these games that have, I don't want to call them subpar graphics, but in some, in some form they kind of are, or are we just looking at them as, as art and they're just for fun and it doesn't matter anymore? Is it this nostalgia that, you know, our age group like remembers those games and we can appreciate them because a lot of the new games that have come out, like they may have lower inferior graphics, but the story is fun or they add a gimmick to it. Um, Right. What do you guys think? I'm thinking, I'm thinking that nostalgia plays a huge, huge role in this. Because if you think about it now, like just look at the time frame. I mean, you know, what what is who are the people that are actually buying games right now? It's not kids, you know. Yeah. It's the, the people who played the originals. Absolutely. And what was big when we were growing up? Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, that kind of stuff. I hope that that kind of trend doesn't continue on to the next generation where we get really weird tri-poly, low-poly games in the future. Um, I'm very happy that we don't have Super Mario 64 graphics anymore. I'm I'm very They're happy rough. that we don't have Virtua <laughs> Fighter graphics They're anymore. Rough. Like, oh, though, those things, that, I mean, really, even Star Fox, like early Star Fox stuff, like it it was cool to see a, a 3D game on the SNES, and then when it came out on the 64, like that was cool doing barrel rolls, but it was choppy. He, he, and here's my thing: like that's why I can't play Minecraft. I just like I, I'm just not interested in it. And I compare Minecraft graphics to Nintendo 64 graphics, and maybe I'm just so oh, wrong. Yeah. But like they seem super like comparable to me like the blocky like everything square and weird and like it's just not for me <laughs> so it might be a point where like when our kids get to be our age and they're buying games for themselves and for their kids like that kind of comes back again like this this blocky yeah. style nintendo 64 minecraft look that is that is weird because that is like a the the Minecraft kind of 3D pixel art stuff, that is the weird in between, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's not 2D and it's not hyper realistic. It's the weird, you know, middle point of that. And I don't I don't like it either. I go back and I look at um, you know, all of the stuff, like even like Ocarina of Time is not beautiful to me. Uh Hard right now, like looking at it. It it's a fun game still. It's a very hard game. You know, that, uh, what is it? The shadow temple. Like there are different parts of it. Water temple, one of the worst freaking (sighs) things in the world, you know, but like going back and playing it, I still have those feelings. So nostalgia covers a multitude of sins, (laughs) but I feel like if you took somebody who hadn't ever played that game to, to it, like right now, like you gave a millennial, a copy of that, who had never touched it before, and said, hey, here's one of the greatest games that's ever been created, they would say, you're crazy. This it's, funny you say that. it's funny you say that. My, my second eldest, Ezra, he is playing through Ocarina of Time right now, and he loves it. He yeah. loves it. He tells me that's the best Zelda game ever made. Like, he's like, Breath of the Wild is really good, but Ocarina of Time is better. 
And I mean, I don't agree with him, but I'm going to let him have his opinion. <laughs> he's allowed to be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. it's fine. But he like, he is playing it on the 3DS. So it's a little bit better than okay. playing on okay. 64, oh, okay. but it's still, you yeah. know, it's still blocky. And like, I think it controls better than it used to, at least on sure. that, you know, on that system. But like, he loves it, has no issue with it at all. So I don't know. You know what? Here's, here's an idea that I had about it. It's like, there's a lot more in games now. There's a lot more freedom in a sense, and especially the freedom to be creative. And I think that in that way, people don't really care. Like beauty is kind of like subjective. So if kids are in Minecraft, they build a whole thing. My nerdy cousin built an exact replica of some huge building in Paris for a school project. And I was like, you can't even tell what that is. But, (laughs) (laughs) but the fact that he, but literally, I don't know how he knew downloaded some sort of thing, built it like block by block by block. So it was like accurate size wise. And it was like this huge creation and he was stoked. And it's like, you know what? That looks really bad, but (laughs) you have the freedom to build that in this digital space where you could just go crazy, you know? Yeah. I think that's a a big. (sighs) Being able to be creative is huge. Okay. I'll give you that. And I remember with Mario and Zelda, you know, Ocarina of Time, it was the aspect of, Hey, you're not locked in to a 2d plane. You're not just going forwards and backwards. You can go anywhere that you want to, so long as you can get that stupid camera to cooperate with yep. you. Um, but once you mastered the C buttons, you could get that camera to go anywhere that you needed it to. It just – so at that point, right, it was like gameplay versus graphics. Like that was that was what it was. Like as we started to get into certain things, it was like, okay, well, they're having to give on graphics – for longer storylines or they're having to give on longer storylines so that you know all the characters have faces or they're you know they have voice acting or whatever it is you know um this big ganon fight is is a lot of polys for that fire effect that they're doing you know so it was it was one of those things now we're not there anymore even with even with like the switch you know we don't have to you know subject ourselves to to giving in to one over the other we can actually have both look at look at super mario odyssey like it is a i mean it's not by any means the most prettiest game that's been made but it definitely blended that kind of newer style with that eight book retro eight eight bit retro like yeah yeah that's a good example and like it worked so well and we loved it i really i appreciate how they did it yeah it was awesome. I really did. You go through it was the warp classy. pipe. You go through the warp pipe and you turn into 2D Mario and you're playing 2D Mario in a 3D space. So that that really was that was a hat tip. You know, it yep. was hey guys, yeah. you know. But the exciting part about that was that huge throwback to nostalgia done so well. Yep. That's like why I think that it worked so excellently. Yeah. That it was really cool to see that in the game and be like this is so awesome. <laughs> So what are some other games that have done it well more recently? Recently? Yeah. Uh, I would say definitely on top of my life, my my list is Hyperlight Drifter. I haven't played yeah. that yet. And I keep hearing about it. I, I, I definitely need to try it. Yeah. I mean, now that, now that you have an Xbox, um, you can, you know, when, when you get a chance, go ahead and download it um, and give it a shot, man. I mean, it's, it's one of those games that it, it doesn't, it doesn't have any kind of tutorial. There is no dialogue in the entire game, but as you're playing through it, you know what's going on. Like you, mm. you start to understand the story and what's happening. And you have an isometric, which means a top-down view. Think of like Command and Conquer or StarCraft okay. or Diablo, like that kind of that kind of view. And it's an RPG in that you're leveling up your character and you're uh, you know, you you are role-playing as the hyperlight drifter, but you're just doing abilities and upgrading your weapons and your dashes and stuff like that. So that to me is, it's a pixel art game. Okay. And it is just so, I mean, it's one of those games you look at now and you're like, that is gorgeous. They're used to contrasting colors. 
it I like it because it's a lot like Love Thy Nerd in that it's it's the pinks and the blues that yeah. you know it's a high contrast between them, um, and just the way that they do the boss fights, like you know it's it, we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but but the love and the passion that they actually put into this project that it almost looked like they weren't confined by anything. Yeah, you know. That that one actually jumps to the top of my list is is Hyperlight Drifter. And I think I can guess probably Kate's. No, there's no way you can All guess right. it. It's Broforce, right? <laughs> no. You sure? Hey, it's not also it. a good one. Also a good one. That and is a good one, but interestingly enough, that one is very graphics demanding on your machine. If if too much stuff starts happening, because uh, it's very particle effecty, but it's all pixel art. If too much stuff starts happening, it'll kind of choke your system. Whether you're on PC, Xbox, or PlayStation, it does Good. it does not care. Um, but but yeah. So Kate, what, Kate, what is yours? Stardew Valley, obviously. Nailed it. It is Stardew Valley. I mean, I think I don't I don't know 100 percent if it's the most successful one that's come out in recent times. But I mean, it sold 3.5 million units. Units, okay. I was gonna ask. As of the beginning of January <laughs> this year. Well, I was curious, so I looked it up. And it came out in 2016, created by one guy. Not bad. Well, and then it's it's re-released several times on different right. platforms. It yeah, just came which out is, for the I Switch, think, you know? Which I love on the Switch. It is perfect for the Switch. Made my life complete when it came out on the Switch. It's awesome. My wife, who's I not just, a huge gamer, is playing the crap out of that game. She's still playing? Good, good. Yeah. That's awesome. I've taken a break. Although I did boot it up the other day, but I just love it. And, you know, he created it because he wasn't stoked on the progress of the recent Harvest Moon games, which were the inspiration for it. It's like we're on the same page about it. Yeah. Stardew makes me so happy. Don't they they have another one coming out, right? Isn't that what you said? Harvest Moon? No, not uh, the Stardew. Didn't you say there was one that's in that same style? Oh, yeah, but it wasn't. Oh, by the same publisher or something. And it was about like magic. Yeah. Pretty I forget much what Harry it's called. Uh, yeah. Stardew combined with Harry Potter. Well, not, yeah. I'll mention I'm a, excited for that. Uh, we'll see. What? I was going to say, I was going to mention a few more before I moved on to a, another part of this. Uh, yeah. Like I said, Broforce, Stickbold, it's like a dodgeball type tournament. Towerfall. Stickbold is kind of, before you move on, Stickbold yeah. is where I think that the the Minecraft kind of art, that weird in-between works. Yeah, Because Stickbold right. is blocky, like cubed pixel art, but it's got a little bit more polish on it. It's 3D 8-bit is what it is. Yeah, absolutely 3D it is. Uh, Towerfall, and you just wrote down, enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon, yeah, twin-stick shooter that's out on all platforms, and it is it's gorgeous. Um, it's a, you know, it, it's a roguelike shooter, um, with permadeath and you go through and you're trying to, you're trying to get the best, the best gun. It, I mean, all of these games are either really easy to play, really short, um, can play with multiple people, like that kind of thing. Uh, we really haven't mentioned a whole lot of, dare I say, AAA titles in this list. Because they're not doing it. You know, the only one I was going to mention, and we kind of spoke about it on, is Octopath Traveler. And that's doing this, like, they, I think they called it 2D HD, where it's like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like this, it's, I mean, it is a an 8-bit character. I guess it's 8-bit scenery as well. But you're working... Uh, it's, it's pretty. Like, it's yeah. well done. Like, it looks... I was not depth. expecting... It's the, yeah. it's the depth of the plane yeah. that makes it... Cool. So is that the next step in kind of this genre of games or is the, the painted like, uh, like what are they, like, uh, what's that game with the cups cup on cuphead. cuphead. Is that yeah. more of the style? Cause they also have the new shovel Knight game, King Knight shovel King. What is it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I know that there's another one coming out though. It's out. I don't know. I don't know that there is. I don't know that that's going to be a thing going forward because honestly, Cuphead to make was a freaking hard to do. Everything was hand drawn. 
all that stuff. And they've tried similar effects. I mean, if you go back to Street Fighter, like Street Fighter, all that stuff was like hand-drawn, yeah. you know, pixel art stuff. And then you move forward, like they they tried to do similar things to what they've done before with, you know, uh, you know the, 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 the brush stroke, like Okami style stuff around all the characters, um, you know, in the new Street Fighters. So they're, they're trying to take elements from the past, from retro games, and bring them into the modern world. And I don't, I don't know if if this depth of field thing is going to be what it is going forward, because I don't really know of another game that's using it quite like that. Because it's almost like you're on a sphere, like you're you're legitimately on the Earth globe. Sorry, flat earthers, but like you're on the <laughs> Earth globe that. When you when you walk, it's everything is kind of like rotating a little bit and going out of focus and drifting into the background. I was not expecting that at all because you are you are your character is truly a two D character. Like yeah, I just saw on the online that this game is like selling out in a lot of places, and they completely underestimated the demand for it, which is an interesting. Uh, That's crazy. That's crazy. Twist, sort of. So they sent out like an apology tweet saying, oh, sorry, you didn't get your physical copy. I guess we'll restock. Well, I guess it's sold better than the last two games combined that that team did already. And it just came out three days ago. I mean, it it is a gorgeous game. To me, it's real text heavy. Um, I feel like I I literally had to listen to the game for... It felt like 10 minutes before I actually did anything. Um, and then by that time, I was kind of bored with it. But that's just me. I'm not a huge text-heavy kind of guy. I want to get in and start doing stuff. Um, I like words, so maybe I'll like it. I, I probably would like it better if I wasn't, like if I didn't have my kids in my ears at that oh. at that moment, you know. So so that's kind of – I have to find a game that works for this. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the graphics of the game and the game <laughs> yeah. itself – uh, the game oh. itself is beautiful. It is gorgeous. And the thing runs butter smooth as far as I've seen on the Switch. So big ups to Square Enix on that. Good job, guys. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that one. Um, so I, we talked about nostalgia, but what what might be another factor in this? And I, I personally think that a lot of these AAA developers are stepping away from their AAA companies and starting their own thing and making their own games that don't take three years to make. I mean, you look at games like Horizon Zero Dawn or Breath of the Wild or, you know, any of the Uncharted games, like all these like really pretty games that take forever to make. And the people, oh, making, yeah. the people making them, they get almost no credit. Like when we talk about even Octopath Traveler, who do we talk about? We don't talk about the person. Who, yeah, we don't talk about the person who did it. They talk about the company. So these people are stepping out and... I think that they've they felt stifled by the by the AAA companies to the point where they are not getting the credit they want and they're not able to do the things that they want. So they're they're stepping out and making these games that are a little bit, you know, less graphical, but the story is there. They they're making these games that are fun to play, um, that people want to play. Not that we don't want to play those other games, but they can make more of them and they're fun. Uh, right. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, I think that once so I. once you give developers, like game developers, not company developers, but a, a specific game developers, once you open up the door to creativity, th- it's it'll flourish. When you say to somebody, "Hey, what's your passion? What's the thing that you're you're most excited about?" Go and make a game about that. That game will be good if you put the right people behind it. But when you start, you know, kind of bringing the box in and, you know, shrinking the walls on, well, this is what we need it to be because this is what the shareholders are looking for, or this is what the market is saying is a cool kind of game or whatever. That doesn't lead to innovation and it doesn't lead to excitement in consumers. I mean, people are always going to buy the Call of Duties. They're always going to buy the, you know, whatever. Right now it's Battle Royale. We're going to buy, you put a Battle Royale in Mm -hmm. Zelda and we're going to buy the DLC. Even even those games like PUBG and Fortnite, like, those graphics aren't outstanding. They're just, they're there. Yeah. So, they're just, it, it's, it has, it has everything to do with, with the gameplay of that. Like we're looking for X, Y, Z experience because honestly, and here's a perfect example. We've talked about it several times before 
But in this instance, I think it bears repeating. You have PUBG and Fortnite. Okay, we're not talking 18 versus 16-bit. Like, that's that's not it. It's just a lower level of detail and graphics in the world between PUBG and Fortnite. So Fortnite has a cartoony kind of look to it. That's the graphical style. And that really was what Nintendo adopted as their overall look for anything from EA and any other kind of game that they were doing. It was all geared towards kids. It was really over the top. You could go and play the same game on, air quotes, a real console, and you would get a completely different experience. It would be lifelike. It was ultra-realistic. But when you played it on a Nintendo console, it was completely different. See, even happened with the yeah. Ghostbusters video game when it came out. Like, it was just a 100 like – different in the look and the feel and everything. You didn't feel like you were playing the same game at all. And in some cases, you just flat out weren't because a different company was having to dumb it down for for that console. So you have the graphic style that is lacking for this console because they've adopted whatever. And what you saw is you saw sales plummet on those consoles because we said, I gotta have, I gotta have the graphics. I remember having this conversation. I don't know if you guys did, but I remember having this conversation of, oh, pff, graphics, bro. Like I want to I want to see where we are. I want the best of the best. Give it to me. I'm not paying $300 for a console to get crap graphics. Mm-hmm. If yeah. a, if a game had terrible graphics, I didn't buy it. I didn't want to play it. Like I it, it needs to be beautiful to draw me yeah. in. Now, what we're seeing on the other side of that is we don't care anymore. And maybe it's because we've jumped the shark. Like we we found a nice a safe spot where we have all of the all of the hardware that we have can really handle anything that we're throwing at it right now. So, why not go back and polish the 2D 16 and 8-bit stuff? And I'm looking at Octopath Traveler and I think that that would fall in fall into a a, a 16-bit you know, so it's 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 more Super Nintendo in yeah. the the shading and stuff that it has, but that's where we are right now. Is moving into that, saying, "Hey, how far can we go back, and how far can we push where we are in you know, in the sixteen and eighteen and thirty two bit stuff?" I mean, even stinking uh, what was it? Uh, Sonic when it came out with Sonic uh, uh, like Generations Mania. is that what Mania. it was? Sonic Mania. Yeah, Sonic Mania. That one. That's that's what they did. They went all the way back and did it and brought that you could use that art style coming through into, into Sonic Mania and loved it. It was great. You have Wonder Boy on the Switch. You can on the fly trigger back and forth between the original graphics, obviously in HD, the original graphics and what they what they did with the brand new graphics. So that's cool. It is cool. And I think that that is, I think that's what's going on here is that developers are saying, hey, we want to put our heart and soul into something without absolutely crushing it. So where they're playing, they're playing on nostalgia. And I don't think it's nostalgia as a money grab, because if you look at the companies that are grabbing for money, they're not giving you nostalgia. They're giving you what they think that you want. But you have these indie companies, they're like, hey, man. We're going to go back and we're going to make a really sweet 16-bit game. And we're going to put our heart and soul into it. And we're going to give you extra levels. And the boss fights are going to be amazing. It's going to have a deep story. Like you're going to you're going to pour 20 hours into this two and a half D game. And you're going to love every moment of it. Yeah. I think that's where we are because we have the hardware to do that. No longer is it story versus graphics, but it's story and graphics. I had an interesting random thing happened the other day when I was playing Fallout, I noticed, was walking through this building, walked into a room that was a bathroom. I was trying to find all kinds of stuff in there and take it. And I noticed there was a teddy bear sitting on a toilet and I laughed. I thought it was funny. Well, then today on Twitter, somebody shared, one of my Twitter friends shared a photo of that exact same thing and said, look at this teddy bear sitting on a toilet. Isn't that funny? And somebody wrote... It's not uncommon in AAA games for starting juniors to literally place things in game sandboxes for a living. These sort of environments are so big and sprawling that once um, 
the art people have done functional passes. It's handed off to be decorated. So your pictures are just humans having fun with what tools they have and their leaders and managers <laughs> allowing it told you it was boring. That made me kind of sad. I was like, this is someone's cry for help here. Yeah. They put this teddy bear on the toilet as a cry for help saying, this is all that we have to express our creativity right now. Like yeah. those are the people mm -hmm. who are probably like, you know what? I'm going to be done like placing random things on toilets and other objects. Like I want to create a game that has like depth. How can I do that? What are my resources? This is the type of game I can make with my resources. Yeah, it's not 4K, but it's killer still. Right. Man, that that does hurt. That hurts a lot. Um, I'm, I'm feeling the uh, toilet you know, thing. Well, no, the toilet thing makes me laugh. But just you, the oh. whole context <laughs> of the toilet thing, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's empathy is the word that I'm going to use here. Like I'm very empathetic that that is in a game like Fallout, like that was all that person could do as a part of that huge, you know, machine that is Bethesda. Yeah. All they could do to express their creativity was put Teddy Ruxpin on a toilet. Yeah. And I don't know, like it's, we, well, you hear all that and you hear about these guys, Kate, you mentioned it earlier, people that leave these AAA companies to go and make their own games and a lot of times, you know, with Stardew, it was one guy. Like yeah, so amazing. One guy. And what he was able to do. So if you put enough passionate people in a room, like what's going to happen? You're going to create a bomb game. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. But at what point does your indie get bought out by Microsoft, get all the resources and be able to do whatever it needs to do and then become a part of the machine? And, you know, at what point does it come – become too big that people are like, oh, I got to leave this thing because, you know, my creativity stifled. So, yeah. I mean, how many companies cyclical. did Microsoft have that they announced for E3? Like, yeah, I think they bought like 15 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It was a lot. Maybe five or 10. I don't remember. So I don't remember. Enough. They enough. They bought a lot and they bought a lot of good ones too. Yep. And these are guys that aren't putting out trash. They're putting out great quality content. Microsoft bought you know, Mahjong, which does Microsoft or does uh, Minecraft rather. And, you know, so maybe that's part of what you're feeling towards Minecraft is like, I, I don't know. It could be, it could be that. Um, it's interesting actually. But I, I will say this, that a lot of the, the AAA companies and publishers and developers, they're taking note. They're taking note, man. Yep. Um, you know, what did we see come out from Nintendo in the Wii U era, which just hurts my soul? That was, you know, had a little 2D throwback. We saw Super Mario Maker come out. You know, that was perfect. Like that was Yeah. That was that was a system seller for the Wii U. Mm -hmm. Just sucks that it was on the Wii U. That should have been saved for the Switch. Oh yeah. But you It'll could come. you could do it <clears throat> you could do it and SNES graphics. NES graphics, um, obviously you couldn't do it in uh, 64 graphics, but they they jumped it and went to you know the the new Super Mario Bros. graphics. Like they gave you every generation to play on the nostalgia. You know, like that's what we want right now. That's the thing that's hot. You can look on Kickstarter. Almost any video game that's coming off of Kickstarter is either low poly or it's pixel art. Yep, it's what's hot right now. So hot right now. So hot right now. Here's here's my closing thought on this. Right. Is that if you look at the root of all of these things, it's that people just want to be creative. Like game developers just want to make the games that they want to make without being stifled by the man. Truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people who play those games want to play games that like they can either express themselves in or where they feel like a strong connection to a powerful story, which is, I don't know, some, some form of like enjoying someone else's creativeness. Yep. I agree. So. You just want that good story. If you already have yeah. like limitless power with these machines and then you turn around and you say, okay, well now we're going to do, instead of doing an ultra realistic, hyper crazy graphics style, we're going to use pixel art and we're going to dumb it down just a little bit. If you do that instead of, you know, going overboard, then all the more space that you've created for your story to grow. Yeah. Truth. And look at look at look at Fallout. I think Bethesda makes kind of grungy looking worlds. Yeah. But 
I mean, the worlds are huge. The story is immersive. The combat is challenging unless you put it on very easy mode like me. <laughs> hey, I'm not what, in it for the challenge of shooting people, it. though. I want to hear the story. Mm. Yeah. So I, I don't I have zero complaints about the grungy graphics. Even Steven was like, what is this? Why does it look trash? <laughs> I'm like, this is one of the he best knows. selling games. Like this is made by Bethesda. They don't care. You just tell them, how dare you? This is in 4K. How dare you? Yeah, this is in 4K. <laughs> look at this dog in 4K. It's all blurry. Like Nintendo yeah, look at meat dog. No, Nintendo. Nintendogs. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we're I think we've gotten to that point where it's like we've seen the best that games can do graphically and story-wise, and we've seen the worst that they can do graphically and story-wise. So now we're able to make like informed decisions on, yeah, I'm willing to sacrifice X amount on graphics for a killer story. Or I don't really care so much about story. I want this look. Like we have the freedom to to pick that. Well, now, now you don't have to say one or the other. You can literally have both. I mean, yeah. Octopath Traveler in and of itself has what, like five storylines to follow? Eight. eight That's why it's eight. called Octo. Yeah, Octo. Oh, that makes sense. Eight paths. <laughs> Octopath. Oh my gosh. I just, my head explodes. Wow. wow. Proud of you. Well, Matt, final word, man. What do you, what do you think on this? Hey, I just want to play good games. So, Hey everybody, keep making good games that are immersive, that are cheap, that are <laughs> where your heart leads you. Preach. You want, yeah, you want, you want but all the good things for like a $10 price point. We'll just do your best. Okay. Free would be great. And, uh, and that reggae playlist. And that though. reggae playlist, though. Yeah, just put it in the game. Give That'd me the reggae great. rhythms. The rhythms. <laughs> Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. <laughs> I gotcha. You don't want to finish it? No, nah, man. You don't know if it's a bobsled <laughs> time. Oh, kiss the egg. Well, guys, that oh, I'm here again. I feel like we've said just about everything there is to say about it. No, we're good. We got it. It's handled. <clears throat> Yeah, totally handled. And that is going to do it for the episode. That's episode 16 of the Free Play Podcast. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. If you can't find us where you listen to podcasts, let me know. And I'm going to do my best to make sure that we get on that platform. If you're not already a part of the Love Nine Nerd Facebook group, bro, make it happen. Get on there and change that today. We are open for business on the socials. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Love Thy Nerd on all of them. Once yep. again, I'm Birthday Stall Cup. What does it say birthday for? I'm, <laughs> I'm Warm Boo. I'm Kate Kotawaki. By the way, it said birthday for the past, like, since it was your birthday. Uh, it hasn't oh, changed. Oh, man. That was, that was many, many moons ago. Well, change your name. One, one and a half moons ago. Well, guys, we will catch you next week. And remember, Jesus loves you, nerd. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and really anywhere else that podcasts are found. And if you can't find us, just let us just let us know. More you got this. You're good. Do you want us to do it? Do you want us to do it? I can do this. Be sure to let That'll do it. Just hold on. Stop. <laughs> now, where am I? Be sure to be check sure. us out on SoundCloud. Oh my gosh, we're not even on SoundCloud. Just be read this stuff. Be sure Bye-bye. to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, <laughs> anywhere else found on podcasts are. And if you can't find us where you, we are on podcasts, just find us anyways, all right? Oh my God. Just do it. I stop for you. I gotta, 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 I